You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The Wizards were in Salt Lake City, but it was the Jazz who were working the magic. Let's get this thing started, and then we'll talk about it. This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz Game Rewind. My oh my, the offensive onslaught from this Jazz team continues. Tonight they took on the team from our nation's capital, and they red, white, and blew them out. The Jazz sent this one to the record books as they walloped the Wizards 116-69. to That is the third largest win in franchise history for the Jazz. Now the big storyline going into this one was the return of the Stifle Tower. Rudy Gobert came back from his bone bruise in his knee in just three weeks after initially being diagnosed out for about four to six. Now he was on a minutes restriction, but he still had a great impact on this game. Let's go to our first dose of play-by-play for this one. We're at just over six minutes in the second quarter and Rudy Gobert's impact is felt on both ends. 47-21 Utah. Left side, Jerebko drives the lane, hard to the rack, hangs in the air, misses. Offensive rebound, Gobert back up and in. 49-21. Ron, this is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, well, we're loving it, though. Porter, ridiculous like good, misses. Gortat goes up, Gobert swats it. Rebound, Ingles. What else can go right? Long outlet, Jerebko catches at the rim and is fouled. I mean, it's, it's almost like you don't believe it. I mean, if, if I'm looking at a score, and I'm not from Utah, I'm thinking, I got to go see what's going on here. Chris Miller, very good uh, NBC reporter for Washington, just tweeted out, okay, Donovan Mitchell's special. <laughs> we, we actually were aware of this, but I don't blame him. Host of Lockdown Wizards says, wait a sec, they're down 26 after 17 minutes? Ben standing. Yeah, when you shoot 25%, that just might happen. (laughs) Jazz are just incredible right now. Rubio flares a pass over to Mitchell. He drives the baseline, hangs, kicks to Ingles, touch pass to Jarebko, right corner three. (laughs) Of course, it's good. Now this contest was way too fun to just give you one snippet of play-by-play action. Your second portion comes with about three minutes left in the second quarter, where the Jazz are up. 54 to 28. Mitchell, big drive to the rack. Finger roll finish. Oh my gosh. A Euro step swinging the ball up high, bringing it down in the back around for the layup. Oh my, over Gortat nonetheless. Donovan Mitchell. Bumping and backing is Morris. Tough contested two is short. Rebound Mitchell. Cephalos with another great defense. 56 28 Utah. Donovan's feeling it, crosses over, hangs in the air, kicks to Ingles, that's a right corner three, it's off. Rebound Favors, tosses back out to Mitchell, one dribble, settles himself, fires, misses. Favors rebound, who's turned this time? Donovan penetrates to the rack and he's fouled. My goodness, I don't believe what I'm saying. And maybe I should. This is just unbelievable energy. 
when you make good plays and you make a, a good play one after another. It's collective, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And Quinn's really enjoying this. Oh, so interesting. He won't talk about it. I've tried a few times recently with him mm -hmm. about what it's like as a coach to see a team playing exactly as you envision. And that's what's happening right now. And that's the question I asked you over the two games ago, that is this what he envisioned at the beginning of the season? Right. You know, this, because remember, they were pushing the ball up the floor and, and really trying to, to, to do a lot of draw and kick, but it, it just wasn't working at that time. 58-28. 2.14 left in the first half. Cross-court pass to Frazier, who's not much of an offensive player. Played in New Orleans last year. He's an upgrade from their backup point guard last year, but not still big time. Inside to Oubre. He's in trouble. Throws back out to Beal. Three on the shot clock. Contested three. No good. Rubio rebounds. Chess it to Cephalosha. Beautiful play by Rubio. It didn't work. He looked right the whole way and then passed left. Ingles into the paint. Underhand scoop at the cup and a score. Washington just looks staggered. Just stunned. Just can't believe as professional athletes what's going on to them right now on the wrong side of a 60 to 28 game. Porter, mid-range two is good. Not a very good shot. We'll let him take it all night. Yeah. Jazz went underneath the screen on him as well. You're not going to come back from 30 down on that. You're not going to beat many people on that actually. Ingles comes off a favors pick. Swings it back to Rubio. Ricky's taking just three shots tonight. Gives to Cephalosha, spins at the lane, lays it up and in. Jazz are shooting 59% and they've hit seven threes. They've scored 62 points again in the first half. Penetrating, Porter tries a reverse layup that had no chance. I mean, they're just out of sorts. Here comes Cephalosha, straight down the middle, to the rack and he dunks. Scott Brooks doesn't know what to do. The Wizards are seriously wondering if they can go to Portland right now for tomorrow's game. Jazz are up 34. The Jazz would take that 64-30 lead with them into the half. And in the second half, they vetoed any Wizards attempt at making this a close campaign. They led by 30-plus the entire time. But I do have to say, the Wizards were without their best player in this one. Sounds like some people back in Washington, D.C. really want that wall. Now this wasn't about any one player for the Jazz, it was an absolute team effort. Every player who was eligible to get into this game played, and every one of them scored four or more points, with every player dishing at least one assist besides Epe Udo. But now it's time to bestow some individual honors. The player of the game tonight is none other than the rookie out of Louisville. Donovan was on again putting in 21 points, and he did it on an efficient 8 of 13 shooting, including 3 of 6 from downtown. Donovan tossed in 3 rebounds and 2 assists for good measure Rubio as well. Rubio head bobs, penetrates, gives to Mitchell, catch and shoot, left baseline, good. That release is so quick, Donovan has 18. Rubio to the left corner, Jarebko over to Mitchell, contested 3, got it, man. 45-21, Rubio steals the pass. Just took it right away from Beal. Lob, Donovan Mitchell, slam dunk! Ho, ho, ho. Donovan catches, jabs left, and then shoots the three. 
hit, spins around for a little extra something. He's got 21 tonight. Now I have to give an honorable mention to Alec Burks. Burks was doing work out there tonight, as he has been in most games lately. He's averaging 19.5 points on 58% shooting over his last six games and 26 points on 64% shooting in his last three. Tonight, Alec Burks threw down 27 points on 9 of 13 shooting, including 3 of 5 from downtown and 6 of 6 at the stripe. He also put in 5 rebounds and 3 assists for good measure. It is great to see Houdini back out on the court wreaking havoc. Rebound tapped out. O'Neal gives it out to A.B. going to the basket. Jody Meeks fouls him pretty hard. A.B. finishes. Wow, Alec Burks. Now with the return of Gobert came the return of some incredible defense. The Jazz held the Wizards to just 28.8% from the floor. That frostbitten shooting was the seventh best field goal defense in Jazz franchise history. That cool nugget is your stat of the night. Now, if you want to come watch this incredible offense that the Jazz have found of late, you can do that. Come on out on Thursday as the Jazz host the Houston Rockets. Now, that's going to be an offensive battle. The Rockets come in with Chris Paul and James Harden, and you can get your tickets now at utahjazz.com. Also, if you want some more info on this game, go to LockedOnJazz.net. David Locke has you covered. You can listen to the postcast with him and Ron Boone or read his thoughts in the Emptying the Noggin column. Now that about wraps it up for tonight. I'm Connor Varney. Thanks for tuning in.